Hello everybody and welcome to another edition of the Africast. My name is Brendan Lotz and joining me as always is Louis Monzon. What's up guys? And Clinton Matos, welcome back. Hello everybody, you didn't Been expect while. that, did you? Been Hello. a while, eh? <laughs> yeah. um, Robin is on leave because he was smart and took a day of leave today. Actually no, let's not say, he snaked it from us. No. Uh, very sly. <laughs> I, I was going in anyway, I have to say leave to go to Japan hopefully later in the year. So I was always coming in, but it would have been funny if everybody took leave except for me I was just like <laughs> would have it be on the podcast just speaking to myself yeah Africa with Clint Mantos yeah I, I would have rebranded it we like on my own talk show that would have been good Speaking of speaking, yes. um, Microsoft and Activision Blizzard are likely having some furious discussions uh, behind closed doors at the imagine? moment. Uh, this is because the UK's Competition and Markets Authority this week delivered its uh, decision regarding the proposed acquisition, and it said no. Um, the final decision to prevent the deal comes after Microsoft's proposed solution failed to effectively address the concerns in the cloud gaming sector, mm. the CMA explained in a press statement. Uh, Microsoft entered into a $68.7 billion deal to buy Activision, one of the most popular video game publishers in the world, in January 2022. The CMA launched an in-depth review of the deal in September 2022, and in February 2023, provisionally found that the merger could make Microsoft even stronger in cloud gaming, gaming stifling competition in this growing market, the authority added. So, so this had nothing to do with Call of Duty in the end. I know. Weird. That's so weird. And I was just about to say that. Like, it wasn't Call of Duty. It was the cloud gaming yeah. that was the nail in the coffin. So, um, what do we all think about this? The, Clinton, the, the person who made the ultimate decision is the world's biggest Stadia fan, probably. He's <laughs> like, I need more cloud gaming. They can't take it away from me, damn it. Uh, I, I, I wonder what about cloud gaming specifically, because they, they say it's going to hamper innovation in cloud gaming. Yeah. So, it's about the future technologies of gaming it's kind of that's weird. what uh, which is weird for like a government to yeah. kind of be thinking about especially when cloud gaming is still very much in its infancy i yeah. use that word very infancy very loosely because i mean, I mean we've had we've had um like clinton mentioned stadia um we have Xbox Cloud Gaming. We also have GeForce Now. I think uh, Robin mentioned last week that Sony is looking yeah. to doing something about so, it. So, I mean, they are, these services have existed for a while, yeah. uh, especially in, as, if we look at the likes of like GeForce Now, which has been going for years now at this point. Um, but it's interesting that governments have taken this tact with this deal, especially because, I mean, xCloud for Microsoft, is, is it really that big of a deal? I don't think it is because it's in very few territories. The only thing I can think of is that there's something the public doesn't know. Mm. Maybe in the internal documents, Microsoft is working on something and then Activision Blizzard was working on something and part of the deal is that they're going to marry those two. Oh, and then could the, be. The, the government legislation said, no, it would be better for the market if those are two separate things. It's the only thing I can think of. So It's the, the weirdest So the, What point. you mentioned is really interesting because there was, uh, back in March, the CMA said that there were some uh, things that Microsoft could do uh, to push this deal forward, which included um, Blizzard parting ways with some of its properties, including Call of Duty. Yeah. But it could be, I mean, that is a, a, a good idea for Blizzard to have a cloud gaming sort I mean, of thing. Uh, th that would be news. Yeah, it would be. be news it would be, because, I mean, playing Diablo wherever you want to, or Call of Duty, or yeah, like, uh, as far World as of Warcraft. None of that is in the works. Obviously, obviously I'm not a, you know, a Blizzard or Activision, but 
like there has been no indication that that is something that um, maybe it's coming from the Activision side. Blizzard has only been focused on you know gaming IP yeah. for the longest time, right? Yeah. Just making games. They're a developer. Yeah. Right. Um, on the hardware side of things, on the cloud gaming side of things, there's been nothing from them. So. Yeah. So um, what I am interested to see is what the reaction to this is from Microsoft, which is yet to issue a statement, which is very, very weird. They have said that they'll appeal this yeah. decision, yeah. Um, but they haven't released a formal statement to investors. Activision Blizzard did. Um, they Bobby Kotick, um, who is a person, one of the people of all time. Um, <laughs> Cannot deny that. Can't deny that. Um, he had some harsh words for the CMA saying that it makes the UK a very unattractive investment. That's uh, always the go-to. They're like, oh, if you don't let us do stuff, we're going to say this is a bad place to invest, which means we might pull out our business. So, yeah, um, there's been a couple of reactions to this. Uh, one reaction that I thought was really good was from Cory Doctorow, who um, highlighted that this is just the latest or this is actually the first time that Blizzard has been blocked from making a or entering into a deal which would have resulted in an even bigger monopoly, yeah. um, which I thought was an interesting take. Um, and yeah, we'll just—I I don't know—I I wonder if Microsoft is going to take the the um, direction of the UK government is trying to stop you from playing Call of Duty on your phone. Yeah, like because I feel I, like that's the only way to go here. I don't understand why the UK has a say in this in the first place. Because so it's for everywhere, even South Africa. Our competition commission had to approve this merger to go forward. But like, so you're telling me every time a big company merges, they have to get permission from yep. the entire world? Yep. Well, it's in all the countries that they have operations in yeah right so like last year so meta had to sell giphy mm. um, because the cma found that meta's acquisition of giphy lessened competition in the market of funny gifs that you attach to whatsapp messages um and yeah they had to they had to sell giphy because of that one ruling which is like this whole deal is going to be undone by one country it so seems. did the cma include any caveats like that with this uh did they say they have to get rid of call of duty like did what will microsoft have to do to make the deal go through uh probably stop investing in cloud gaming to be quite to honest with you, shut down X Cloud. I mean, like that's what the, that's what has prevented this deal is that it's the. Do you think Microsoft will do that? No, that would be absolutely not. What I would, what I have said, and this is an extreme stance, yeah. but I believe that Microsoft will threaten to pull out of the UK market entirely because of this, so that they can go ahead and what do are, their merger without. Uh, the UK market. What are the implications of that? I mean, it's a no big market. No Windows support. Yeah, no Windows support, none of that. But it's a big market for them. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, we've seen, like with Meta in uh, Australia, when Australia wanted to put in laws to say that, Meta, you have to pay people mm. to publish or to share their stuff on Meta. Um, like, Meta just pulled out. They were just yeah. like, okay, goodbye. And within a week, lawmakers reversed their decision. Oh, within a week. <laughs> So, I mean, these companies have a lot of sway. And if you yeah. say to the CMA, okay, well, enjoy not having Microsoft Office. Bye-bye. Yeah, could you imagine? Yeah. Oh, Teams. I'll use Google Suite. Yeah. yeah oh, come yeah, on. Like I'll use Docs and Sheets. I'll use LibreOffice. But I mean, like, yeah. I think that's something that could be a way to strong arm this because these companies yeah. are huge. And this is a massive deal. It's a, a multi, multi-billion dollar deal. Um, and I don't see them just rolling over and being like, okay, bye. Especially because if this deal goes through, Microsoft has to pay Activision Blizzard 3 billion US dollars. Yeah, yeah. and they've probably already spent a 
ungodly amount of money in this whole process. Lobbying and yeah, it's uh, and lawyers. So they'll just repeal and they'll grease the right palms. And yeah. Can I say that? I mean, no, no, sorry, I meant to say they'll grease the right wheels. Yeah, that's it. They'll grease the wheels. Yeah. But on the nose? Yeah. I, For legal reasons, that's a joke. Yeah. In Minecraft. Uh, yeah, they'll just, uh, <laughs> they'll just have to appeal and then I think it'll eventually go back. Yeah. So let's see what happens. Um, of course, the US still needs to approve this, as does the EU. Um, and the US, the FTC, is it the FTC? Federal Trade Commission? Yes. Uh, has threatened to sue. Uh, Activision Blizzard and Microsoft are this deal because that's how you do things in the US apparently you have to file a lawsuit to block them from doing a legal case why can't they just block it as a government organization it's so because that gives the government too much power Clinton you know the governments anyway um, so yeah uh, Microsoft Activision deal uh, in flux at the moment we don't know what's going to happen here and the South African people yeah we were like cool you can have Call of Duty imagine the PR injection we would have Where's tourism South Africa? People would have been Damn. like, there's a South Africa? <laughs> I thought that's a direction. No, I didn't even know there was an Africa, Africa. Right. Okay. Uh, let's move on. Clinton, you got something about uh, Transformers. New trailer. So I think the first thing we got about this movie was actually a teaser, even though it was a trailer. It's a second trailer, basically. Surprise, Unicron's back. I'm uh, quite surprised that they just included it in the trailer. You know, spoilers be damned, it's just in there. And for those who unfortunately watch the Michael Bay movies, so what the hell's going on? Is this a new Transformers movie? Sorry. Okay, so, yes. Okay. Let, let's go back. It's very confusing. Okay. So, in the last night, there was a whole thing, that, which was one of the last Michael Bay movies, if not the last one, I don't really care. Which <laughs> it was revealed that the Earth was Unicron, right? Yeah. So, that was a whole thing. So, now they're saying... No, Unicron's like it is in the movie. Right. Yeah. God, planet, eating thing. So, how this relates to the Bay movies was in flux. Yeah. A lot of people were saying it's a prequel because it's said in 1999 and they even showed the Twin Towers to be like, hey, we're in the past. Wow. Wow. in the new trailer. It's, that's not me. Uh, anyway, so a lot of people saying, oh, well, maybe they'll just release it, and if it does well, they'll say it's a prequel or it's canon or whatever. <sighs> I think with Unicron being there, they're saying this is just completely new. Mm -hmm. and, and then also people are like, oh, but then how does it relate to Bumblebee? We, we don't really know. Um, Do we also care? Exactly. <laughs> if you really want to be a big uh, stickler about this, um, the Bumblebee movie was set in the 80s, if I'm not mistaken. This is set in 1999. So those two movies could be in the same universe movie. yeah but the appearance of unicron is such a big thing and such a change from the michael bay movies that they are now saying this is a whole new continuity right okay but so it's a big deal that unicron is in this not just because it's like the big bad of the transformers universe but also it kind of solidifies where the stand with the michael bay movies okay so lore wise yes we have an understanding but do the robots fight Clinton? <laughs> yes, there's lots of punching. Some of the robots are actually animals. They're, yeah, there, there's a lot of fighting in this. Um, CGI still looks very ropey. Uh, when they released that teaser a few months ago, people yeah. were like, oh, the CGI looks pretty bad, but it's just the first look at the movie. Right. And now we've got a trailer. It, this is coming out in June, so. Mm, it's pretty much June. done. If you say, no, if you done. want to be kind, if you say there's one month away from this movie, yeah. they'll be kind. I, I don't think that's enough time. Also, sometimes trailers are from very old footage. Yeah. yeah. You, 
would hope so close to the release of this movie that the CGI would look better, and it just doesn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure at this point with this trailer, this is what the movie's gonna yeah, look like. I'm, I'm with you. There still looks better than the Flash. The Flash looks like what? The Flash looks like a video game cutscene, and I know lots of people, people have, have been said saying that. That, yeah. that looks like a game that you would see. It looks like one of those. Are we talking about the movie or the CW series the, now? No, the movie. Okay. It, that the movie The Flash, from what we've seen in the trailers, it looks like one of those mobile game ads where they create an expensive CGI thing and mm. then the game looks nothing like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks like. Anyway, in Transformers Rise of the Beast, there is lots of robots punching and you see Scourge, who's the big bad, he's probably the herald of um, Unicron, just like Galactus in, in Marvel okay, has okay. the Silver Surfer. It seems I, I thought I also maybe saw Megatron, like the Michael Bay so, Megatron. No, we have. The there's no. There are, as far as we know, there's no Decepticons in this movie. Um, Is it just the Predacons? There's no. There's three. There's four, five. Oh. There's the Terracons. Scourge is part of the Terracons. Okay. The only part we've seen of the Decepticons in this movie is that I, I think it's Scourge or Breakdown, one of the Terracons, has like badges of Transformers they've killed. Yeah. You've got, you see a few Decepticon badges. Oh. As far as we know, there's no Decepticons in this movie. So there's, there's the Autobots. Mm -hmm. There's the Maximals, which are the, the, good, the, good. the good guy robots. Yes. There's the Terracons, which are the, the bad guy robots. Yeah. They also include some animals. And then there the might predacons. be some Predacons because you see a lot of, um, it looks like Scorponok, which is the Scorpion. Yeah. And, and wasn't Cheetor a Predacon who turned into a Maximal? No, you're feel... thinking of Dinobot. Oh. 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 How, how could, but don't get that confused with the Dinobots, which includes Grimlock and co. Oh, uh, you're telling me oh, Grimlock's in this one, right? He's no, the T-Rex. No. No, there's no, there's no dinosaurs in this one. There's Maximals. Because in, 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 um, Transformers Beast Wars. Yes. Uh, Megatron was a, a T-Rex. No. No. What, no, he wasn't. Who, what, who was the T-Rex? He was called Megatron, but he wasn't Megatron. He got his name from Megatronus. Okay? <laughs> oh, my okay. goodness. Megatron, the T-Rex in Beast Wars, is different from Megatron, the Decepticon leader in G1. And in the later season of Beast Wars, uh, you see both of them on screen at the okay, same time. Okay. Can you not know all this deep oh, <laughs> Why can you not know all this deep lore about a series designed to sell toys, damn it? Um, the trailer's pretty good. What's <laughs> um, story? It's, it's, it's probably going to make a lot of money. Um, it looks nice. It looks good. Uh, looks at good. the end, they fight a lot of scorpions. And that, yeah, that's uh, probably... They think it's going to be like Unicron's army is just lots of Scorpinox. Uh, we don't know what is the deal with like where are the decepticons where are the predacons yeah. why is it the terracons instead we don't know obviously uh something very strange i just want to get into some quick theories about this we only see the uh, maximals transforming very briefly um at the end of the first trailer i think something happened to them and they can't transform for most of the movie. Uh, I think at the end of the movie, they're going to be like, oh, we unlocked our We got our forms. Yeah. Our transformation yeah. cogs aren't blocked anymore. That's not <laughs> something I made up. It's literally called a transformation cog. Okay. Um, uh, so I think uh, they're going to have some problem. They can't transform. Right. Mm. And then the Autobots will help them transform. Another fan theory that just popped up after this trailer came out is that the Maximal Air Razor is actually a spy and she becomes uh, Nightbird, the... Terracon. They look very similar to uh, Air Razor and, and Nightbird. They're both birds. Yeah. One is a bird, but uh, you don't see them on the screen at the same time. That's something that could happen. 
Um, there's a few theories floating around like that, but uh, I think they're keeping some things mysterious. And also, um, it will be interesting to see if they mention any of the events of the Bumblebee movie, especially now that the Bayverse, according to this, is just not existing. Um, and something that also spoil is that it looks like the main character gets an exosuit at some point, uh, a human character. And again, in the G1 Transformers, uh, some of the human characters had exosuits, so they wouldn't just be murdered. Fly <laughs> so, huge robots. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of interesting stuff happening here. It's it's. Uh, some people can look at this like this is really confusing just for robots punching each other. Yeah. Especially if you were a fan in G1, which was you know more than 30 years ago at some point. Yeah. At this point, or if you're a fan of more recent, the original Beast Wars. Mm. Um, it's very interesting that they didn't just call this Beast Wars because Hollywood loves reusing names. They should have just called it Beast Wars. Yeah, it's yeah. called Rise of the Beasts and people will be like, but where are the Predacons? Yeah. Why do you have the Terracons? Hopefully this means that they're going to do an actual Beast Wars yeah. movie. So maybe that's maybe that's what, yeah, they're maybe that's what they're setting up. Well, the next thing that is going to happen is apparently going to be an animated movie yeah. which is going to be before the big war on Cybertron. Okay. So Optimus Prime was still Orion Pax where he was a dock worker or a librarian or whatever he usually is. <laughs> um, that's, that's the next big Transformers project in terms of movies. So I don't think we're going to get anything big with Beast Wars just yet. Um, it's, it's just... I hope all this complexity is to serve some function in the mm. story that makes it fun and interesting and yeah. it's not just Autobots versus Decepticons or Maximals versus Predacons. Or Romeo and Juliet laws <laughs> in Texas. Oh, God, don't bring that up. I'm always trying to <laughs> Man, those last Bay Formers were so bad. They were so long, too. So, it's, like I said, just over a month, 9th June. It's going to be releasing in South Africa. I'm very looking forward to seeing it. Rise of the Beasts, first official trailer or second official trailer? Why is everything complicated about this movie? Let's <laughs> Look, I'm looking forward to it. I quite yes. enjoyed Bumblebee. I think it was I think it was good. We watched Bumblebee the other day. It was good. Okay. Yeah, very, very good movie. So uh, I have I have strong hopes for this one. Right, Louis, let's talk about a new piece of hardware that was announced this week from Asus. Yeah, uh, I, think, I think I'm definitely excited about this. I know Brendan is. Uh, Itching. Uh, Itching with anticipation. So the, the ROG Ally uh, from Asus is so as soon as, um, during the week uh, they release more information about the hardware of the it's a it's a handheld PC I suppose you could call it that way uh, yeah. specifically for gamers so you can play PC games on on your handheld similar to like a Nintendo Switch um, well, it's I, basically. Uh, sorry, can I jump in there? Yeah. Because if it's a Windows 11 PC, that means that you don't just have to play PC games, right? Mm -hmm. Just so no, yeah. I mean, emulators might be great, but could you imagine? To forget that the awesome. Steam Deck is on a Linux-based yes. operating system. A lot of people just think that the Steam Deck is a Windows machine. It's, it's not. not. It's Even a Linux. You can yeah. sideload. Sorry. No, but like that also brings up you can really do. It's because it's a Windows. It's a it's a Windows PC basically. Yeah. In, in your hands, you can really do whatever you want with it, right? Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, they say that uh, Asus says that uh, it's compatible with Xbox Game Pass, Steam, EA app, and Epic Games. But these are well, just the those are just the selling surface, points of Windows. Right, the, yeah. These are just the surface level of you know here gamer. This is what you can do, but you can really do whatever you want. You can get um, like like you said emulators to, to play PlayStation games. Mm. You know. Um, so yeah, uh, we can go. We can talk about the hardware a bit more. So basically, this is um, Asus's. Uh, answer to the Steam Deck. So, mm -hmm. so, so Valve released a, a similar handheld computer, gaming computer, mm -hmm. um, where you can basically play Steam games. Um, and you, like Clinton said, it's on Linux. 
Um, and this is basically Asus answer to that. It has, in terms of hardware, it apparently has a purpose-built AMD Ryzen Z1 series Which processor. Which we actually learned a bit more about yesterday. Yeah. Asus hosted a stream um, announcing that this was a product that basically anybody could go and buy. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay, I get it. No, like, is it going to release in all markets? And yeah, anyone can go out and buy a brick of gold. Yeah. <laughs> but I see what you mean. Uh, okay, uh, it has apparently up to 16 gigabytes of DDR5 RAM, uh, up, up to 512 gigabytes of storage. So it's not, you know, amazing, well, but mm. I suppose well, it has as much as my, my rig at home, I suppose. It says up to, is there like a base version? Well, it just says up to. Uh, that to always makes me worried when you're like, yeah. here's the specs of the top line model. That's the yeah. So this, this would probably be the top line model. Yeah. You know, um, obviously that means that, you know, There'll be cheaper models available. Uh, obviously, that would mean for less performance, less uh, RAM, etc. Um, apparently, it comes with its own software, what's called Armory Crate. Uh, it's kind of like an overlay that makes yeah. it. You know, I think if you have a, an Asus motherboard, you get that too. So this is a special edition, though. So this is specifically purpose-built for the okay. uh, Ally. Sorry, I do just need to jump in. <laughs> um, it's apparently it weighs just under a kg, so it ate 608 grams. Um, apart from, I think we can take a step back. Apart from the how you know the hardware and all the marketing stuff, it is. I mean, if you're a PC gamer guy or yeah. lady or anyone, and you like playing games on a PC, it's as a computer. That you can take with you <laughs> and well, play games all okay. the time. How uh, I see you've got a little spec sheet there. What does yes. it say about the battery? Not in terms of capacity. Does it say you can expect it to last X, Y, and Z? No, they haven't said anything about that. <laughs> yeah, it makes me very worried. So there's a couple of reasons that I just want to highlight why yes. this is exciting for us. So I know that the Steam Deck is out. I know that you can go yeah. and um, you can get a great import or you can yeah, find your yeah, way yeah. to get it. But so the problem think, comes sorry, in. I just want to yeah. mention. There are at least two stores that I know of in South Africa, big chain stores, yes. I don't want to mention them, that are selling this, the Steam Deck right now, yeah. which is very surprising. I didn't and know you could just do that as a big company. Well, so I suppose you can, because if you have the product, you can sell it. The problem comes in, though, is when yeah. you need after-sales support, mm. when you need something to be repaired or you need to replace something, you might not have access to those parts. Yeah, I know there's also a couple of Chinese manufacturers who have made handheld gaming uh, PC consoles. Yeah, a lot. G GPD or GD GPD. GPD, yeah. They so, are the biggest. Yeah, so there's a couple of those, but once again, it's a matter of of support mm. and Asus is a well-established brand around the world in many markets and this is rather exciting especially for here in South Africa yeah. so like I mentioned in the article I mean we got this information straight from Asus South Africa yeah so I mean I mean that kind of gives hope uh, it gives hope I've received lots of press releases about fancy products that will never be released you need yet. to have hope in your heart Clinton if I had a rant for every time <laughs> a company in South Africa has sent me a press release about a product that their company is making and then it is never sold in South Africa I wouldn't be here anymore because I'd be on my own island so <laughs> I, I really want this I have not played a game on my PC for months because of load shedding uh -huh. my desktop PC yeah. exactly. for months I've been playing exclusively on the Nintendo Switch and I've spoken a lot of times in articles on this podcast before that the Nintendo Switch really rubs me the wrong way because 
locally it's very expensive and overseas it's very expensive because the games are mm-hmm. so pricey there's no discount i prefer to play on pc but i've been hamstrung by escop yeah i would love if, if they released the the steam deck in south africa when it launched everywhere i would have been one of the first people yeah to buy one. same but they haven't yet and we don't think they ever will they've released it in so many countries and it seems they have no intention of releasing well it. that's also because the, like i mentioned they don't have any off sales support yeah. they have no presence so, so if this comes out, I'm going to be very interested, but I want to know how much it's going to cost. Right. And also another thing some people don't realize is that when a company releases a very premium product in the country, even if they say we're going to give you a two-year warranty or whatever, sometimes you're like, okay, it's broken. They're like, oh, we have to send it overseas to be fixed. Mm. Mm. Some people might not realize that just because a company is selling something locally means there's any after-sales support. Yeah. Other than, sorry, you, you'll, you'll not have your product for like three months while we send yeah. it overseas. So... I'm sure if it's coming, Asus will inform us about all of this. Mm-hmm. I I would love it. Uh, I would really want it if I can afford it. Yeah, that's the other thing. We don't know price yet. Yeah. There are some leaks, unofficial, mm. rumored prices that put it around a bit less than the Steam Deck. Yeah. Which obviously is good for competition or and whatever. The Steam Deck is priced very well. The, uh, it's, it's Valve doesn't said, yeah? Doesn't Valve take a haircut on everyone they sell? Yeah, Valve has said a lot of times that we're basically we're not giving these away, mm. but we're giving them away. <laughs> we're we're selling them at a price that is just insane. If you knew how much they cost. Yeah. Me. So if. I think Asus is actually a smaller company than Valve, just in terms of raw money. Mm, yeah. let, let you guys talk. I'm okay. So, I mean, like, I think that this, no matter what the price is, if it comes in at, like, I mean, so what we're looking at here is a 1080p, 120hz gaming machine, mm. which should be, to my mind, like 20 grand. Right. Right? Maybe I'm, maybe I'm a bit low. Maybe I'm being a bit too, like old worldy here thinking yeah. 20 grand can get you a gaming pc let's say 25 max mm. if they can get it in for under that price which is basically what a premium smartphone costs nowadays yeah. um i mean i'll buy it yeah. i think that's a fair price I mean, like like 20 grand roundabouts and also i i know we're reviewers but a lot of times we don't get stuff to keep obviously mm-hmm. especially for something that's expensive i'd also like to see some reviews even if it's price or even if there's after sales yeah. support if reviews come out, they're like the battery lasts thirty minutes. When yeah, you're that's a game. pointless. Uh, it gets too hot or yeah. something yeah. that for me again, complaining about the switch, I cannot play on the Joy Cons because my hands want to self destruct. Yeah, I need to use after, and then even for like, if I need a screen protector, are they going to yeah. sell screen protectors? Yeah, am I going to have to go get a custom screen protector? I mean, made? this is these are good points. They're good yeah. questions. I mean, I'm very excited, but very we're, tentative. We're still, we're still super early. Yeah. It hasn't officially been launched yet by, by yeah. Asus. Um, they're launching it officially on the 11th of May on a stream. Uh, that's going to start at 4 o'clock South African time. If you head to the article uh, where I covered it, uh, I have a link to where you can check out the event site and you know you can, you can check out the stream. Um, it has not been officially launched. In fact, uh, the specifications, the hardware has not completely been detailed yeah. yet. There's still a lot of information that's not hidden. Obviously, Asus is putting a lot of, you know, emphasis behind this and a lot of oomph. I mean, they really want to market this thing. What, um, what I think is interesting, though, is that did you guys see how this thing was announced initially? No. It was I, announced on the 1st of April. Yeah. Yeah, not... <laughs> I think you said that in your article. Yeah. Like, did they really do that? Why? It's not... 
It's not an April Fool's joke. It's legit. It's the real yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a real thing. Imagine start announcing things on April 1st and then never forget. Yeah, because everybody reaction. stopped caring about it. Uh, and then, no, if it gets a good reaction, they're like, Johnson, call up the engineering <laughs> department, have them with them. So, Get me the Razor toaster now. Yeah, Razor did that with the toaster. Yeah. Didn't NVIDIA do it with... Oh no, I think that was like they, they said they were going to make a GPU that can fit in your USB port and then, yeah, and then they USB yeah. stick. So it's happened. It yeah. can happen again. So yeah, um, interesting stuff. I'm I'm very excited. Hopefully we get news on whether it's coming to South Africa yeah. very I soon. Think the, I think the battery uh, capabilities are something that I think we should... We, we, I'm definitely interested in, yeah. um, you know, especially with the load shedding and stuff. I think if it's, uh, if it's, if it's good in that department... I mean, if you if you could run it off of like a twenty thousand milliamp hour battery bank, yeah, like for the two hour load shedding, yeah, it's so interesting oh. because like there are a lot of I don't need to play the most modern AAA game. I just want to play a PC game, it's man. It's like yeah. I, I'm, uh, something I've been really wanting to play is like the old Mad old. It's I think it's five or six years. The Mad Max, like open yeah, oh game. yeah, and that should be like a low enough. Uh, demand demand yeah. on thing that I should be able to play it for like at least an hour of load mm. shedding on this thing I mean also I, I suppose you will be able to adjust settings of the games yes. you know yeah, and then that's, put that's, them lower that's one of the things you can do with the uh, armory okay. armory crates okay. you can adjust uh, also I mean uh, on top of that this is made for, for gamers like Brendan <laughs> who wants to know what's the frame rate and all that Hot stuff games. all that stuff will be available you can check with the performance uh, even like the heat of the, of the machine everything like that um, Asus is offering with, with, the, with the machine but can I mine Bitcoin? I can, probably very badly. <laughs> <laughs> you can mine Bitcoin in anything. Dude. Right. Okay, that's going to wrap it up for the news. The Asus ROG Ally, of course, we'll bring you more information as we get to it. Um, and let's get into the Africast, the meat and potatoes for this week. It is a public holiday for many. It's a school holiday, at least, in South Africa. Um, so we're going to look forward to what's coming up for uh, May. We've each picked three things. Uh, and let's start with... Clinton. Yes. Let's start with movies. Because this is one I'm actually going to see next week, so I can provide a review on it. Mm-hmm. Put a review on the site. Everybody can come check it out. Bo is afraid. Well, I've heard about this movie a lot over the past like, couple of months. Yeah, I think it has... I think because it's one of those... Not an indie movie, but like if you're talking about games, it's like an AA production. It's yeah. It's like AAA, but it's... Got Joaquin indie. Phoenix. It's... because of that it's released in different markets different times so there has been critical reception from people who've seen it early and then there's been reception from people who've just seen it normally Mm -hmm. Uh, weird (laughs) movie you you watch the movie come out like oh what was that and you watch the trailer like oh what was that this seems from what I can gather Bo the main character is insane and you're going along with the ride but then also He's in it in like several different stages of his life. And it's like, is this a Benjamin Button situation? Is this a, what's that movie called where they filmed the one kid through his life? I think it's called Boy or something like that. It's called Boy. Yeah, I that think so. Movie. Boy um, or Boyhood or something Yeah, that one where they filmed it for like 10 years. What's going to happen? It's one of those movies where I think it's just going to be crazy. And you're just going to have to walk in. You guys have seen. I think you you guys have said you've read some stuff about it. Like what? Is, what is going so, yeah, on? Yeah, um, I read. Uh, so uh, this was on Twitter. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. I just wanted the yeah. 
the classification of it is horror comedy. And if I watch that trailer, I was like, horror comedy, really? Also, it's three hours long. Oh my God. Wow. I watch this yeah, during this a work gonna, day. This is gonna, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> this is going to be a, one of those, um, I don't know how you describe these things, like a, one of those critic bait, you know, just. Yeah. You know, one of these movies. You know, one of those movies. One of those. Uh, Sundance Film Festival. With yeah. Of, uh, all the awards. You know, one mm -hmm. of those. Um, apparently, it is. Um, uh, from what I read about some of the early reviews, it's not bad in the sense that it's a bad movie, but it's like viscerally, upsetting. yeah, viscerally upsetting. Oh wow! In some way. Okay. Know? Apparently, some people in the cinema started throwing things at the screen it was you know obviously that could be like marketing you know yeah. really great marketing this movie will make you scream and you know and uh, bash your head against the wall that sounds like a movie worth watching you know yeah i, I don't know <laughs> i don't know i don't know did you guys ever see that um advertising campaign for smile the movie smile or oh, when they just paid people to go stand in crowds and smile at yep the that was just no that was, that no was thank some, you that was some real Creepy. guerrilla marketing yeah it was clever yeah the movie was terrible though this, very terrible this is like i don't know bo's afraid is looking like one of those matrix movies and by that i mean you have to see it to be understand it <laughs> yeah. it's like you cannot be told what bo is afraid is um, <laughs> you have to just experience it yeah um jackie jackie how do you pronounce joaquin joaquin jackie <laughs> can i call you jackie can i call you mr phoenix <laughs> He's, he's usually awesome. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. think anyone goes into one of his movies be like, oh, this guy's a bit flip-floppy. Um, Director's Ari Aster. I mean, it's, it's made by the A24. A24, yeah. Great studio. It's got all the Immediate. Immediate award winner. Oh, yeah. Man. Immediate. They're going to throw, throw awards at this. I yeah. Didn't Everything, else. everywhere, all at once. Part two. What except it's great, Clinton? Well, then I'm happy. Really I, I don't want to waste three. I'm, I'm just a bit... If, it, if after like two and a half hours in, I'm so sure you can walk out. No, so I think that we actually at the distributor's office to watch this. Oh. I think they'll, uh, they'll shoot me if I walk out before the credit roll. Um, oh, jeez. This is looking like a weird one. I'm excited to see it. I'm going to have to like have a half day. Just like leave work at one to catch the two o'clock screening for three hours. I'm hoping it's good. I don't want to go sit and watch three hours of a bad movie. And the trailer's have said that it's at least interesting and people mm. have said it might be worth your time we'll have to see uh, if nothing goes wrong we'll have a review next week ready because it comes out on the 5th of May in South Africa oh, like nice. I said depending on where you are it's had a very weird release because it's a bit of an indie movie but in South Africa 5th of May in theatres cool um, I'm going to go next uh, my pick for movies is uh, the not at all controversial live action remake of The Little Mermaid um, of course, I'm joking. This this movie has received so much hate already. Um, and I can kind of see why, especially with the slew of uh, posters that were released yeah. on, on Thursday. Um, Flounder, who's played by Jacob Tremblay, uh, that... It really looks like I've something... I've never seen a fish on meth, but that's a fish on meth. Yeah. I mean, they, they could have tried not making it horribly ugly. Yeah. You know, they, they could have tried. I mean, like, they said the same thing about The Lion King when they released posters like this. Like, yeah, that sure is a warthog. Wow. <laughs> I mean, they could have just also not done a live-action remake. Mm. Anyway, anyway. Uh, uh, Halle Bailey 
Not Halle Berry. Not Berry. Halle Bailey uh, plays Ariel, the youngest of King Triton's daughters. Um, she encounters, visits the surface, obviously, and encounters uh, the dashing Prince Eric. And following her heart, she makes a deal with the evil sea witch Ursula, Ursula to experience life on, on land. Um, the movie stars Melissa McCarthy um, as Ursula, John, jo, Jonah Howard King as Eric, um, Jacob Tremblay as Flounder, and then, which I'm, the one casting I'm kind of looking forward to is David Diggs as Sebastian. Yeah. Um, if you don't know David Diggs, he's known for Hamilton uh, and perhaps more popularly um, the Snowpiercer series on Netflix. Um, are you guys going to watch this at all? No. Maybe, no. Maybe when it comes out in streaming. I have a weird relationship with the quote-unquote classic Disney animation. Yeah. I haven't seen most of them. And uh, yeah, I haven't seen most of them. And when I tell people that, they're like, oh my God, so you don't know. It's like, no, through like cultural popularity, I know everything that's happened in yeah. all of those movies. I haven't seen My Little Mermaid, but I know she's got a crab. I know she like combs her hair with a fork. I know she does silly little songs. I know she saves him on the beach. And then I, I know everything that happened yeah. in the movie. You don't need to have watched it. sat down and seen it. It's like when you watch lots of clips of a TV show on YouTube and you sit down and watch the show. It's like, oh, I've basically had the experience yeah. anyway. So I've seen all the best parts already. I, I really, I have no enthusiasm. So, so I'm actually, I actually do want to watch this because... Yeah. Um, I'm a little bit older, and I actually saw this movie, well, not when it was in cinema, but uh, when it came to VHS, Yeah. because that's how we used to get movies back in the day. And um, yeah, I, I kind of just want to go for the nostalgia, mm-hmm. um, and maybe it'll also just ruin it for me, because live action for an animated thing, I still don't understand why Disney's doing this. Yeah. Uh, actually, no, I do understand. It's, it's money. Dollars. Yeah. yeah. Um, the outrage is quite hilarious to me. Um, people that are upset about um, a fictional character being a different race than what they remember mm. you need some hobbies I if think, that's you I think I'm more outraged at the fish the flounder yeah, yeah no right. that's, that's unforgivable that's, that's a nightmare demon that's a sleep paralysis demon yeah, that's not a flounder no, no, no. can't wait to see it talk and for those little fishy lips to move around oh god mm. no oh man fish lips are moving as if they're oh, talking yes. no guys my veins. Hey, um, anyway uh, Little Mermaid arrives in cinemas on the 26th of May um, I will be watching it um, and I'll give you my my thoughts Brendan is actually going to like elbow little kids out. Uh, no I won't I do that I will I not do that um, but yeah Little Mermaid uh, later the, later in May what you got for us Louis okay so let's talk about another Disney property uh, this is the third edition of the Guardians of the Galaxy series um, again, uh, it, it's being directed by James Gunn, um, which is the controversial James Gunn. He's kind of now um, uncancelled James Gunn. Uh, uncancelled, and he's basically DC movies linchpin. Oh guy. yes, yes, you're right. right? Yeah, I think, I think this will be his last venture with Marvel. Okay, before he goes to DC full time, um, and and you know we now we're in a, especially after the last um, Ant Man movie, yeah. which I saw they, and I reviewed. They, you know, the entire like phase four has been right meh bit of a wet so paper this, bag this is apparently another part of the phase four yes uh, but I think this will kind of be closer to the previous phases um, to be honest I haven't really seen a lot of these movies since Endgame 
Um, I think a lot of people like are in the same I don't boat. care when Thanos. Yeah. Thanos. 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 <laughs> if you're, what's his name from the Eternals? Thanos. So after Thanos uh, kind of got died, uh, we haven't had anything really interesting with Marvel, in my opinion. Maybe other people can say differently. Maybe if you watch the, the Disney Plus series. Oh, I don't know. The Eternals is a pretty good sleep pool. <laughs> so Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, I think, will be the last of a dying breed in this sense. Um, some of the early reviews have pointed out that it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Is it great? Who knows? But it's pretty good. Um, this will be the last swan song for all the Guardians characters, Drax and Destroyer, um, you know, Star-Lord, Gamora, Groot. I mean, these are these Well, are I mean, one of them already died, so I mean, I mean Gamora too. Gamora too, yeah. Gamora without uh, uh, memory. Yeah. Um, Nebula, etc. They're coming back for one last road show. Uh, so the trailers point to, like, showing the past of Rocket and how he became, you know, his weird, you know... Uh, anthropomorphized raccoon self yeah. mm. um, and, uh, and they might dig into the past of the, of the characters a bit more um, I'm hoping James Gunn, is, James Gunn is pretty good at what he does I'm hoping this is going to be a good one uh, I, would, I would like to see it in cinema which is something I haven't said about a Marvel movie in a long time um, uh, I mean the Guardians movies have been good though right yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, the second one was a bit mad but I mean so it plotted along it yeah okay. uh, and you're speaking about Ant-Man I think that's actually releasing on Disney Plus uh, I think on the 19th of May yeah and it's so weird because for a few movies there they were like Disney Plus straight and then for Ant-Man for a while uh, for like a month they were like no you can only buy it digitally like yeah. to own <laughs> I was like what are you guys doing you have Disney Plus and now I think just the other day they announced it's releasing on Disney Plus so didn't they do the same thing with Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness no, I feel like they delayed that was Disney Plus okay that was first and then also it was available to buy but so yeah this is going to be interesting it's so funny that all the trailers are like everyone's going to die every, everybody's every trailer they release like this is the end say goodbye yeah. it's so weird it's, are they really going to kill off all these characters or is it just because it's like the end of an era and James Gunn's going we don't know obviously we haven't mm, seen the movie yeah. another thing that's funny is that some stuff has come out with James Gunn getting quite irritated. Like he said, he hated the fact that he had to, like, quote unquote, make a new Gamora because he wasn't on board for the fact that they killed her. Oh, yeah. In the Avengers movie is like, that's my character. What do you do? <laughs> um, also, it is so funny. It's become a meme. The phrase, oh, that just happened. Or something yeah. like that. And Rocket Raccoon says that in one of the the promotional things and a hundred percent James Gunn did that for a joke because <laughs> they're like oh I might as well do some weird stuff um, while I'm last one Disney. yeah it yeah. is so funny I don't think before now a character in Marvel has actually said the exact words that just happened <laughs> and for him to make Rocket Raccoon say that in his last movie is so funny yeah, he has my respect that's so good um, yeah I'm, I'm sure there's gonna everybody be gonna die probably well I don't know if everyone's gonna die um are they going to pull uh, uh, Avengers Infinity War Everyone Dies again? Well, Probably okay, not. So you know? Also pulling I something really from the Avengers it. movies. Some people have said that there might be time travel again because it seems that there might be a scene where old Rocket Raccoon is with young Rocket Raccoon. Right. And also some toys have been released of like Rocket has his own ship mm. and it's him as we see him but then there's also a baby Rocket. So 
Is that going to be time travel? Is that going to be oh, a flashback? Yeah, I hope it's... Can you do something new? I hope it's Please. just a flashback and that they're like just... Or it's like some heist thing they have to save no, other no, creatures. I, I hate time travel in every... No, 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 no. I'm not talking about like... I'm not talking about oh, time it's house. not him. Okay, no, I'm yeah, saying that it's the it's another little baby raccoon that he maybe. saves. I think also maybe the toy companies just, just like to sell more. They're like, here's a cute little raccoon. Here's an older, more gun. Yeah, baby Yoda, you know. I'm. I want them to do something new. I mean, my my number one thing with Ant Man was that, or the last Ant Man, Quantumania, is that it's. I've seen that movie so many times. Yeah. It is the same Marvel movie again, and I want mm. something new and interesting well, with Guardians Volume Three. I'm waiting for that Disney Plus review, and I'm going to see it. It's going to be very interesting to watch that, considering what's happening, uh, what has happened, and what's happening with Jonathan Majors. Oh yeah, Kang was supposed to be the new Thanos, and now he's cancelled. They definitely set it up. I'll tell you, like the whole, the whole, literally, both of the end credit scenes of that movie is about Kang. Yeah. That's another thing that I want to see in Guardians Three. Are um, they going to use him at all? Are they going to use him at all? Um, and. I mean, they can recast him. They've done it several times in the MCU. It's just watching that movie now with that knowledge. and Yeah, and they can also just be quiet about the recasting yeah. like they were with um, Rhodey. Yeah, deal with it. It's me. <laughs> uh, that was quite funny. Um, the last thing I want to talk about in that movie, what's the gold guy's name? Uh, Adam Warlock. Yes. Yes. So that was teased like... A million times. <laughs> that was teased like eight years ago. He has to be the point. big bad of the movie. He has to be. You know, otherwise it's like, why would why do we go through all that stuff in the last few movies? Um, there has to be something about him. It's so funny that uh, Will Poutier or whatever... He does not seem he, like he the seems, kind of guy. He's got... He doesn't have a baby face, but he's one of those people who always look a bit like young yeah. in the face. And also, every time I see him, it's just like, you guys are getting paid? Um, from when he was in that movie. What was that movie called? The Smiths or something? Uh, We're the Millers. We're the Millers. I cannot see his face because he's in that meme without thinking, you guys are getting paid. (laughs) And also, I think he was like in uh, like Desperate Housewives. Yeah, Um, he was. He was one of the young kids. kids. Yeah. And I also can't see that. My parents used to love watching that show and like if I was was allowed to stay up, I was like, oh, that guy's got like cool eyebrows. Um, <laughs> I, it will be interesting to see what will happen with Adam Morlock. Yeah. Uh, sorry, last last thing, quickly, quickly. Have you guys, did you guys see the um, the Christmas special for Guardians? No. no. Uh, okay, well that answers <laughs> that. And also, uh, did you guys play the Guardians of the Galaxy game? Apparently no. It was very good. Yeah. I, 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 I gave it like a 9 out of 10. It yeah. was so much fun. So, it's going to be interesting to watch Guardians of the Galaxy 3 with those two mm other other IPs, pieces of yeah. media in my mind one is directly related one's not related mm-hmm. at all except for the characters and the reason i bring up adam warlock at the end is that not a spoiler for that because it's in the marketing material adam warlock is in the guardians of the galaxy game as well so mm-hmm. it'll be very interesting yeah i think uh, before we move on i can just say that guardians is coming out in south africa the same day that bo is afraid yes is. So May, yeah. you can choose when you go to the cinema. You have a one? double feature, dude. Yeah, you spend the whole day no, watching movies. That is like six hours of movie. Rad. Okay. Um, what have we got next on the list? Um, series. Yes. Uh, do you want to kick, kick us off, Clinton? Yes, this is something you and I both love. I think you should leave. He's getting a third season. What a great show. Man, Tim Robbins, they must just keep giving him money, like in perpetuity. They must say like every two or three years, however long he needs, they just need another season of this. I think I think you should leave season two has the funniest sketch 
I've ever seen in my life, which is the coffin flop one. I think it's also called Corncob TV sometimes. Corncob TV, yeah. I think that is the funniest sketch I've ever seen in my life. The the first time I saw it was like at 1 a.m. watching it on yeah. my phone. And I was laughing so hard I couldn't breathe. I was just in bed wheezing and crying. Yeah, And, oh man, and then the, um, what's that called? Max Danger? Yeah. I got too much stuff on me be here anymore so i think if you don't know what the show is it's <laughs> yeah. basically just a bunch of sketch show yeah, sketch, sketch comedy, comedy show, yeah. um with tim robinson who used to be part of saturday night live yeah and he also had another show with um you know the pageant sketch that he does yeah the guy who does the pageant oh yeah yeah, yeah. Had their own sketch show as well which i didn't even oh, know i didn't know that um, but so yeah, there's also around. members of uh, Saturday Night Live that you will recognize that pop in throughout the show. There's celebrities <laughs> that will um, arrive. I'm just thinking one of the, I can't remember her name, that one thing where they're doing texts at brunch with the like girlfriends. <laughs> yes. And they're just swearing so much. That was one of the Saturday Night Live alumni. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, don't go in expecting to not be offended because um, yeah. it does kind of push the envelope a lot. Um, but nothing like that's overtly like racist or yeah, misogynistic it's, or it, bigoted it's just that it has a very unique kind of comedy which yeah. kind of makes you uncomfortable but it's and funny it's so weird because i watched the first season and i didn't really like it same here and then i watched the second season mm. and it like blew the doors off and then i went back and i watched the first season again and it made me laugh even yeah. more so it's really i think it's just an acquired taste yeah and i know a lot of people who just hate the show and they don't laugh at all and then I watch it and it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my yeah, life. That's always awkward when you um, when you, you find something hilarious yeah. and you're like, watch this. You should watch the show, guys. And, and then, then nobody will, then, laughs. Yeah, no one laughs. Um, you have, have you seen it? I have not seen it. Oh, that's why I'm man. so quiet. Um, but it does sound interesting. I haven't seen a good sketch comedy show in like a million years. Yeah, this know? is this is really good. I it's think, high, high quality. Yeah, I think if you're like Louis and you want to get into it, watch season two. Yeah. If you like it, then watch season one and then yeah. when season three is out. I think season two is like the best place to start. Mm. Um, so his previous show was called Detroiters. Um, and I've okay. seen a few sketches from it on YouTube uploaded, not not illegally, it's uploaded by Comedy Central, whoever owns it. And yeah, that's, I think you should leave season three. It is coming out on the 30th of May. It's just in there in May. Um, it's on Netflix. So you have an account, you can watch it without yeah. paying anything extra. Just give it a chance. Um, and I always say, just watch the Coffin Flop sketch. They've uploaded it officially. Um, Onto YouTube. Yeah. Jeez. It's, it's so good. I'm really hoping there's at least like another sketch from like that. Yeah. That, all, all the sketches are good, I think. Um, some make But it's hard. the short ones that really yeah. get you. I, there are just a few that you just think about like in your quiet Has moment. this ever happened oh. to you? <laughs> yeah, replace your toilet. <laughs> With you're the not, t- I, I'll just be walking around somewhere and I think, you're not part of the turbo team. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, if, if I happen to say, I just say, like to say the word turbo team and I laugh to myself. People are like, what is this guy doing? Like, why is he laughing at the term turbo team? Right. Um, sticking with Netflix though, um, the governator is back Arnold Schwarzenegger is back and not in a movie what? not in a new um, The Expendables movie it's oh, in a making another one oh, of those, no. it's in a series 
called foobar. And if you don't know what that means, it's a swear word mm -hmm. up beyond all recognition. Uh, it's a term that's used by um, the Marine Corps yeah, in the US. Um, and Arnold Schwarzenegger plays a soon-to-be-retired CIA operative um, who discovers a family secret and is called back into the field for one last job. I'll be honest, I do not care what the plot of this series is. <laughs> yeah. I just want to see Arnie. I just yeah. want to see Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's going to be shooting guys. And yeah, and being an action hero oh, again, yeah. you know? Like, I know we had him smoking cigars with us during the pandemic um, and giving us his daily blogs or vlogs rather I'm not a pansy like you uh, that famous guitar thing what did they say I'm ballsy I can't remember the thing that's such a funny video so I'm excited to just see Arnold Schwarzenegger in a, a TV series as well because I, I've only ever seen him in movies I've never seen him in a series um, and this looks to be like a sitcom sort of sitcom sitcom drama um, so yeah, this looks great. Uh, it stars uh, obviously Arnold Schwarzenegger, Monica Bar Barbaro as uh, his wife, um, and then Adam Pally. Do you guys know who that is? No. Oh gosh. No, I've never heard of. Okay, he's he's quite a funny guy. Um, he'll be playing the Great Dane apparently in this. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm keen to watch it just because of Arnie's um, celeb status and. I haven't seen the guy in a long time in anything, so I'm, I'm keen to see him. Louis, what have you got for us in terms of series? Okay, so in the faraway year of 1999, there was a documentary released called Walking with Dinosaurs. I thought you were going to say Transformers <laughs> the Beast. Cause that's no, no, that's not said. a documentary. That was a docu yes, it was. No. You don't remember the Battle of Unicron? Sorry. <laughs> I, don't, Sorry. I don't remember. No. Okay, so it was basically a, um, a full like nature documentary, but it was done with uh, like special effects, so it was basically of like dinosaurs, right? What yeah. would dinosaurs be doing in there in when they were alive and walking around and stuff? Um, and I'm a big fan of dinosaurs. <laughs> I don't know if you guys noticed, I have a I have a dinosaur tattoo yeah. on my arm. Um, dinosaurs are cool. Right? Dinosaurs are super cool. They're very cool. And uh, so and back in those days that we didn't know a lot about dinosaurs, uh, but now we know a lot more about dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. And then Apple TV, um, in association with the guy who made, uh, he's, you know, he made The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Uh, John Favreau. John Favreau. Yeah. He, he, he put out a series called Prehistoric Planet. Okay. Which is basically the same thing as... Like Green Planet and that sort of thing. It's, it's like, it's, it's um, narrated by David Attenborough. Oh. Um, it's like Planet Earth. But with dinosaurs. Okay. Right? And you can see, like, all the crazy things that uh, science, is, the advances that we've come with paleontology and in terms of what dinosaurs did. Um, and the whole kind of premise was, like, I want to show what dinosaurs, you know, did other than what, you know, mainstream media thinks they did. Which yeah. Which eat and, you know, hunt Durant, each other. Jurassic Park. Uh, yeah. people on the theme Right. Park. Uh, but they, they were they were animals. Yeah, they, so they must have had like social structures, they did weird habits, things, yeah. right? And that's the whole point of Prehistoric Planet. And the last season was really good. And uh, you know, the dinosaurs did all sorts of kooky, freaky stuff that we can either prove uh, or deny. Kind of, kind of, we're kind of in the middle space there. Um, and there's like there's like one scene uh, where you know the Carnotaurus, mm -hmm. which is basically I mean the name literally translates to flesh-eating bull. Um, it is, it's basically a big giant head of teeth with, with tiny little arms and then they show its mating dance you know what they think was its mating dance um, and it's, it's super funny and super awesome and super interesting um, Clinton just pulled out the pictures so it's basically a giant monster 
and they show it doing a super cute mating dance. And it's great. And I, so I pulled up a picture. It looks like a cucumber on legs. And it's basically, <laughs> it's, it's got even smaller arms than a T Rex. Yeah. And for some reason, this artist decided to make it uh, green and it just looks like a cucumber so, on legs. So the, the small arms are actually very important because it is anatomically correct that it had little small arms. Yeah. And no one knows why it had small arms. Yeah. And like evolutionarily, what, what was, yeah, what was the purpose? Be, they could be vestigial. Right. They could be because they were only needed at some point and evolved. We don't know. That's, that's the fun thing about arms. Yeah, right. But paleontologists now believe that the arms were for a reason. Basically, in, in, pre in the first season of Prehistoric Planet, they showed that they had coloration on their arms. So they did like a mating dance, like oh, Birds of Paradise okay. with the arms. Ah. It's so weird because uh, when I've when I've seen people tell other people that before, they're like, "Oh, that's ridiculous." But then you see stuff in real life now with yeah. animals that you think that's ridiculous. But, but they do. they're doing it. I saw there was going it was going around on Twitter and Reddit and everything. A small fish that did a mating dance, but because they were in water, what it would do is it would go into the sand and it would vibrate itself to create sand art. Yeah, mm. and that's like. Animals are doing that right now. Yeah. So I don't think it's ridiculous to think that animals were doing that millions of years yeah. ago. They were just bigger and more terrifying, I yeah. guess. But they still needed to mate. And yeah. mating dancers are very common. So I don't see why they wouldn't do it. So uh, Prehistoric Planet Season 2 is coming out on May 22nd on Apple TV+. Um, they spent a lot of money uh on the cg for for the dinosaurs yeah, i can imagine it looks great uh, the first season looked awesome how close to looking kind of live action i mean if if you didn't know obviously if dinosaurs were real yeah you might think that they were live action you know also how many of them are now got feathers uh, most have feathers oh, okay. even the t-rex have feathers okay so it's like hell yes always makes fun because what are we where are we gonna go after that it's like no, now we think they had like human skin. <laughs> no, no. I, I'm not saying I'm not saying the feathers or the no feathers or the scalies wrong. Yeah. I don't know anything about. Yeah, we, we weren't. Really. The fact is, we weren't around. We wouldn't know. Yeah. And if right. their if their wings were made of bones that were yeah. very susceptible the, to the, weather the conditions, the ones we think flew maybe didn't fly, and the yeah. ones that didn't yeah. maybe they did. We don't know. I so the speculation is fun. Yeah. Uh, and they even in the in the show they use a lot of like they explain kind of uh, apart from the episodes they have like an after episode episode where they explain where the science came from oh okay so it's That's not cool. just look at the cute dinosaur it's like no actually we have evidence that backs up what you're seeing in the episode awesome um, and the second season's coming out and it's gonna be awesome I'm gonna watch it uh, and uh, yeah Apple TV Plus okay. check out Prehistoric Planet if you like dinosaurs in any capacity I'm gonna be tuning Man, in imagine if you were a billionaire instead of buying Twitter you could have, like put money towards bringing dinosaurs back or making cool shows like Man. this Anyway, uh, let's run through uh, games very yes. quickly. Um, we're approaching the hour mark, so let's get through this very quickly. Clinton, what did you go for us? I have Lego 2K Drive. So this is very odd. It came out of nowhere. Lego games have usually been just made by Telltale. If you said Lego game, you thought of Lego Harry Potter, Lego Star Wars. It's all kind of a similar game, but apparently those are kind of being um, wound down, and we even got some rumors that a lot of them have been cancelled. Now we have something completely new. Um, it is Lego at 2K, the publisher, and it's called Lego 2K Drive. Very uninspired name, and I've chosen it because I really like Lego. I've talked about Lego lots of times. I also really like the Lego expansions that they've released for the Forza games in the past. Mm -hmm. It's just fun to have 
a toy vehicle and then to be able to drive that in a toy world like a real vehicle yeah. that's always it's always a good gameplay mechanic mm. yeah and to make a whole game about that seems awesome and also something that's really cool about lego to go drive is that you can make your own vehicles there is a proper editor where you can go right. brick by brick awesome. and make your own car and I've spoken about this before, but there's actually a software called um, Studio and th that is made by Lego and you can download it, which is Lego CAD. And then there's also another piece of software that's made by a third party called Mechabricks. And Mechabricks you can do in a browser. It's completely web-based and you can do Lego CAD programming. You can make stuff brick by brick digitally and then you can render it. We can even do animation. Wow. And the reason I bring that up is that that requires a lot of work and then all you really have is still images or something or you can also create instructions which is cool um but the reason i bring it up is now you can make something and then you can drive it or you can yeah um, that's cool you can actually play as a boat it's, it's very strange they've done cars and boats but not airplanes airplanes are next i don't understand yeah I, that's a big problem the dlc and the pricing model for this game is horrendous there's three different versions of the game all of the versions don't give you it's not like oh this one comes with a lanyard eh? yeah they just give you more DLC, even though I just said it doesn't come with a lanyard. The, the expensive versions come with a small poly, it's called a poly bag, a very small yeah. Lego set that has like 50 parts, but the price differences are insane. This is a next-gen priced game, so it's very right. expensive, it's even more expensive in South Africa. And it just seems so cynical. When you call your game Lego 2K Drive, basically think of it this way, brand name, brand name, Drive. That's not a good title. And yeah. It, it just, it has me very worried. It, it's this really weird combination of unlimited, like, joy of creativity and then yeah. soul-crushing corporate greed. Oh, so uh, we will hopefully have a, um, a review copy of this coming in. I'm going to review it, and I can provide how this is from, like, a LEGO fan standpoint, and then I can provide how it is from just a regular video game standpoint. I'm very curious about this and how it's going to manage it and also how the DLC and the future monetization is going to happen. It's so the, the funniest thing about this is in the first ever trailer, and we've only had one trailer so far, there is a car that looks like a hamburger. It's made like think SpongeBob mm. SquarePants. And at the bottom, it reveals the name of the car to be Hamburghini. And that's hilarious. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good. fun creative thing. That's but then good. also it says underneath, Hamburghini requires a separate purchase. Oh, goodness. So it's like, it's this absolutely weird thing. Where it's like, oh, this is really cool. Yeah, but you've got to pay out the nose for it. So like I said, we, we're speeding through the games here. That's out on 19th of May. We'll hopefully have a review on that day or sometime around that time. And I can tell you guys how it is. And more importantly, if it's worth your money, you can buy a very big and very nice Lego set for the amount of money that this thing costs. So let's see cool um for my game um i am kind of cheating a little bit although not really um so destiny 2 lightfall was released at the end of february and bungie has a seasonal model with this game where every season they introduce new storylines new stuff to do um but this year is going to be very important because for lightfall bungie decided to leave a lot of stuff off of the table they introduced a couple of new things including the veil um which is a MacGuffin that was used to make game at by the looks of it 
Um, but that turns out to not have been the case. There's a much wider story that wasn't explained in the main campaign, and Bungie has said that it'll be using the uh, seasons throughout the year to tell the story. Um, we know that the season is called Season of the Deep because Bungie has told us that. We also know, thanks to some leaks from a now former Destiny 2 content creator, that there's a whole bunch of reworks of weapons and exotic armor that is coming along with this, uh, this uh, new season. So that will be very exciting. But more importantly, uh, it's about the story and what is going to happen uh, post Lightfall, essentially, because now this latest season, uh, Season of Defiance, was very much rooted in the events from Lightfall, um, sort of an extension of that back home here on Earth, um, as opposed to being on Neo Muna. Uh, and now Season of the Deep is going to take us who knows where? Um, Bungie has shown that it's not afraid to introduce new locations as part of seasonal content. It's not afraid to introduce whole new characters, cutscenes. Um, and what's nice about this is that for the most part, like doing your weekly missions and that sort of stuff, it's free for most players. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it'll be... Uh, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens. It's more, more importantly, see how Bungie tries to swing this, um, the absolute shambles that Lightfall's story was Damn, released man. in. Um, and yeah, I, I just want to see what happens because I think for a lot of players, um, Destiny is not only becoming a difficult game to justify playing because of its technical uh, debt that it holds, um, but it's just becoming boring and there's not much happening anymore. Mm, that's, so, that's the problem with MMOs, I think, eventually. Eventually you get, uh, how many times can you run the same mission mm. over and over again for the same reward over and over again? I mean, there's, there is some stuff that makes Destiny unique, but yeah, it's all about the story at this point, and Season the Deep is going to have to pull stuff out of, this, out, of the, out of the stops. I have to wonder how much is being made just for the people who are already invested and if they even care about new players anymore. I know I'm... Um, I will tell you right now that it does from as a veteran player, yeah. it doesn't look like Bungie cares about new players. And I know they made the big jump to free to play last year sometime. Twenty eighteen. Yeah, twenty eighteen. It was that long the ago. Base game went free to play. Uh huh. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. I need to go see a doctor. Um, <laughs> my bones are turning to dust. I, I know they did that and there are sometimes every time they release new stuff, they're like, Hey, come back. I just no matter how much you hype it up. I know you're not like marketing for them, but no matter how much you talk about it, be like, oh, it's so cool. They've fixed this, made it better, whatever. I just have no intention. It just intention. requires so much time, man. I've, I have no intention. I've played the, like, they do free weekends. I've yeah. got like four free weekends. Because it's just like, it's one of those things where like, everyone has to be talking about this. It has to be talked about for a reason. And yeah. every time I play, I'm like, what? Um, so I'm happy that you're still happy with it and you're still playing, even though it might be uh, Stockholm Syndrome. So, yeah, pretty much. Um, I'm yeah, excited so, for people excited. I have no interest as someone who's quote unquote a new player. So Season of the Deep drops on the 23rd of May. Um, if you are a Destiny seasonal player, that gives you just about four weeks to finish up stuff for uh, Season of the Defiance, which is more than enough time. Um, but yeah, uh, that's Season of the Deep on the 23rd. Louie, wrap it up for us. Okay. What have you got? We'll do. So, um, I don't know if any of you guys played the original System Shock. Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> oh, I've, I've lost all my gamer cred by saying The no. name, like, uh, man, wait, I'm old wait, at this wait, point. Wait, before I say that, I want some uh, It credit. came out in 1994. Okay, I was negative one years old. So, okay. I think I pass. I can, that's Yeah, yeah, choice. I think that's your excuse. Right. So, uh, System Shock was a, a very important, um, yes. maybe not popular, but a very important um, game for gaming mm -hmm. um it uh it 
influence a lot of developers and studios after it after after it came out it was an immersive sim um, and basically you were fighting in a, in a space station um, against a giant AI supercomputer yeah. right I don't we don't have Bioshock without system shock exactly there's a reason Bioshock is called shock it's mm -hmm. because it's a homage to system shock I don't think we have um, GLaDOS from portal without yeah. what happened in system shock the whole gaming landscape would be completely different without this game. So, uh, in recent years, a brand new studio came out of the ether called Night, Night Dive Studios, um, and they're doing a remake of System Shock with uh, AAA graphics um, and a streamlined gameplay. Uh, it, it looks super great. I mean, I, I'm very interested, interested to see if not only... Is it a fun game, what the remake, but if uh, old-time old players and fans of the original, if they can translate into the new yeah. game. I, I just want to mention, this is an official remake. Um, I know Louis said it's a, it's a brand new studio, but they do have the rights. This isn't just like yeah. a fan game. Yeah. This is a proper licensed yeah, remake. It's, it's not a, a for free thing. Yeah. You have to pay for it. Um, Actually, it's it's around uh, six hundred bucks, six hundred fifty bucks, uh, in rand. Um, it's so it's it's not triple A price, uh, but it's not like three hundred bucks, two hundred bucks in the title either. Um, it looks uh, hopefully um, it can capture the same essence of the original. Um, from what I can see, the graphics are like tremendous, yeah. and uh, the atmosphere is great, um, and I'm excited to give it a go. Um, I hope it's, it captures the essence of the original, and I, I, I think it'll, that'll be the, the most difficult thing, to capture yeah. that, it, that, that essence. It's such a weird balancing act, because if you play that game, it's so clunky, it's so complicated, yeah. there's so many parts that are just nonsensical, and then when you come in with a modern mindset and you try to clean that stuff up, you're like, how much of what is good about it was because it was esoteric, yeah. and too overly, it was too engineered, over-engineered, yeah. And if you come in there and you start to trim the weeds, you might trim too much. So yeah. it'll be lose, interesting. It'll lose that specialness. And also, how does this compare for people who played the original and how yeah. does this compare for new players? Um, uh, I don't know if you mentioned it. It's coming out on the 30th of May. Is that the full game? No, sorry. Um, yeah, 30 yeah, May. 30 May. Is that the full finished game we've done here as the package? What is it? I, yeah, I, as far as I can see, the 30th May comes the full game. Okay. You buy it once and you get the whole experience the from reason, beginning to end. The reason I ask is that I think they did a Kickstarter or some kind of They had a demo. They and they've been releasing out, yeah. like playable slices. So I don't know. I didn't know what part of it yes, was released. So they, they had that. So if it's completely done. It's yes. So you, you pay the 650 Rand and you get the full game. Okay. And you can play System Shock. Uh, remade with with modern graphics from beginning to end, and okay. uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, looks good, uh, and I'm excited to give it a try. That's awesome. coming on cool. the 30th of May, like Clinton says, and I think that wraps us up. Yeah, that's gonna wrap it up from us. So thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, from myself, Brendan Lodge, Cheerio, from Louis Monzon. Bye, guys. And from Clinton Massos. Bye, everybody. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. The number you have dialed is not in service at this time.